0: Miami, Florida, july seventeenth, nineteen eighty four, three seventeen thirty three AM. In Woodlawn Park Cemetery, several discarded bags and cans stir to life, despite an unusual lack of wind that night. Soon the stirring becomes full-on movement, the bags flying and the cans rolling towards a single point. Strands of electricity start forming, cracking and brushing everything within a twenty foot radius. Then, a perfect sphere of dark blue forms, the size of a pinhead at first, but rapidly expanding in a matter of seconds to the size of a large school desk. Then, almost as violently as it started, it stops. Whatever touched the sphere is gone, vaporized, the ground and headstone alike, drips of melted stone falling off every once in a while to sizzle on the now-glassed ground. In the center of it all crouches a nude figure. After a beat, they stand moving their heads slowly in all directions to take in their surroundings, and start moving towards 32nd Avenue, crossing the street to Coral Gate Park. In Coral Gate, there are three figures in their youth, late teens to early twenties, all of them unlikely to legally buy alcohol themselves, yet all of them hold beer bottles in their hands as they rest on playground equipment. The three see the naked figure marching towards them and laugh. The leader of the friend group heads up to them and says with a hint of a Cuban accent, Get lost in there or something? The figure stops, looking at each of the friends in a cold, methodical nature. Ignoring the one who spoke, who was trying to get their attention the whole time, they turn to the one to their left, and then they say with a small smile, I need your clothes, shoes, and keys to your vehicle, please. This causes the leader of the group to laugh like they just heard the funniest thing in their life, then translates for the rest, who also proceed to laugh. The smile on the nude person's face quickly fades as they do, the leader walking up and pulling a retractable knife out of their pocket. You want our clothes? You gotta take them from us. They stab the figure in the kidney with a grin that quickly disappears when the other figure does not show any pain at all. Affirmative, the figure says, grabbing the leader by the throat, lifting them into the air, and squeezing so hard the others can hear the windpipe collapse with a sickening crunch. They then walk over to the one whose clothes they wanted, who is backing up in fear towards a slide. The third, meanwhile, has grabbed a pipe and comes up behind the nude figure and swings at their head. The thud causes their head to move a bit, but they otherwise remain standing, the third friend looking at the pipe looking bent for a second before running away. The only remaining one left fearfully starts to strip. July 17th, 1984 3 47 AM There's a gust of wind happening inside of a thrift store. Clothes start blowing towards a central spot. It doesn't seem that they're all blowing the same direction. It's all more like they're being pulled in to one spot then lightning starts arcing in the thrift store some clothes get set on fire but most are fine and a similar sphere to what we saw before appears in the thrift store any clothing ground etc much like last time is instantly evaporated when it finally dies down. The clothes racks are red hot with whatever the sphere came in contact with. Some of the clothes are on fire, which sets off the sprinkler system. And Soldier, you fall to the ground, which is somewhat glassed in an immense amount of pain. Going through time fucking hurts a lot. But, luckily for you, as you stand up and look around, there doesn't seem to be anybody here. It seems to be the dead of night. No one around. The clothes are a little wet, but otherwise serviceable because you do arrive buck naked. What do you do?
1: Um, would probably look around and make sure there's nobody around, but you just said that. Yes. I'm going to grab some clothes. Off of the shelf, or the rack, or mm-hmm. whatever. Send get- up a silent praise to the resistance tech officers who can <laughs> fucking laser point you into a thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Colin rolled on a table for this.
0: I, I did. Like I rolled on a table just to see like the the fun stuff that I got, and Claire got the luckiest fucking rolls inside of a thrift store because you can be either inside or outside the thrift store and no witnesses because there's also a table of witnesses that you can possibly have. So she just lucked out big time as far as her character is concerned with arriving in the uh, in 1984. Oh, yes. That's exceptional.
1: Yeah, I grabbed clothes off of the rack. Probably uh, combat boots, uh, some jeans. jeans, like form fit. I don't know. I have a specific type
0: of pant in my mind, but I can't remember what it's called.
2: Bellbottoms? There would be plenty of bell bottoms in a thrift store in 1984.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Keep in mind, everything in here is several years out of date.
1: Have you ever seen Commando? No, actually. Okay, I was about to Google Commando and pants, up. and then I stopped myself.
2: Oh, oh no. I mean, to be fair, there there is such a thing as commando pants, because yeah. it's, it's about what you wear underneath the pants. <laughs>
1: yes, I, I know, I know. So, yeah, I, I guess, like, green,
0: like, cargo pants? Okay. Uh, a white tank top and a leather vest. All right. Keep in mind, this, these are all a little on the wet side because the sprinkler system is going off. And also, there is an alarm going off as you are putting this on, and... I'm going to rule that by the time you're done getting the wet clothes on, you start to see the flashing lights of emergency vehicles. Notably, you hear a fire. Well, you don't know what kind of emergency vehicle it is, but at the moment is just a fire truck. Hmm. I will slip out the back. All right. So when you step outside the first thing you notice is that it's really hot and really muggy out but it is also the dead of night so it's a little cooler than it can be another thing you notice is for the first time in your life you are seeing buildings that are not destroyed these buildings look brand new and pristine like even though they look slightly lived in they're complete they have all their windows all their doors um the streets are in comparatively good condition this is a little overwhelming because when you look down you see like actual electricity lights which kind of triggers your flight or fight response because lights usually mean that something bad is going down. So, how how, how are you taking this in, soldier? I, I was I'm pretty sure I was told what to expect. I don't think I ever could have imagined that it would be, you know,
1: this opulent. You know, comparatively. Right. But I I'm I'm doing pretty good at keeping my cool and you know, just keeping my
0: head down. I guess I walk down the street. Alright casual style casual style so one of the important parts which is getting clothes was immediately solved for you there is the issue of getting guns weapons you don't have any of that so in order to accomplish your mission you're going to need something to defend both yourself and your charges with so How are you going to go about with that? Time to go hit up a Walmart. (laughs) It's 84. Walmart was around in 84.
1: Yeah. But did they sell guns at Walmart?
0: Walmart never changes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know if they sold guns in Walmart in 84.
2: I'm not sure that they would sell them necessarily in Miami. That tends to be more in places that... Have a good market for sporting goods. Yeah,
0: yeah. There are, however, like in real life, I had to look this up. There are several gun stores. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I go to a gun store. How late? What time is it? You said it was night. It's like three in the morning. Oh, yeah, I'm going to a gun store. All right. The gun store is obviously closed. Uh, so what are you going to do? I'm breaking in. How are you breaking in? Are you picking the lock or are you just grabbing a brick and hooking it through the window? I'd imagine
1: that, like, a gun store would not just have a lock, but would also have the the sort of shutter bars. Yeah. okay, maybe a pawn for for exactly this sort of scenario.
0: Mm, No, a pawn shop would have those, too.
1: Yeah, but a pawn shop might be open. That's true. I mean, I don't have any money. I'm not going to buy. Yeah,
0: Yeah, but uh, (laughs) but I mean. This is the beauty of starting with absolutely nothing. Yep. <laughs> Your
1: code name is Naked Snake.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I will give you a pawn shop. There are several pawn shops that you can find fairly easily, and you can find one that even says open 24 hours. I would like to go inside, and um,
1: I imagine this is similar to, you know, the barter economy or whatever I'm used to. <laughs> Uh, And I'll make it look, I'll just act like I'm browsing as I scope out the place.
0: Yeah, the guy behind the counter doesn't even say hello. You're in a pawn shop at three in the morning. If he's not asleep on the job, then he's just going to let you carry on to your own devices. If he's not asleep on the job,
1: he's on cocaine.
0: (laughs) True. (laughs) True, this is the 80s. Oh, yeah. Might be on cocaine however you do see a couple of pistols in the store um i will say both of the light and heavy variety
1: ah let's see what am i good with
0: light and heavy pistols both use the pistol skill it's just a matter of if you want more damage or a better rate of fire for instance a terminator i think i want more damage Well, rate of fire can determine damage as well. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nah, this is an 80s movie. Give me the fucking Desert Eagle. (laughs)
0: Okay. All right. So when you get close to the guns, which are like in a locked case, the guy is going to like keep a closer eye on you. So what are you going to do?
1: Hmm. Does the glass look shatterable?
0: Also, is there ammunition? Uh, The glass does look shatterable, I'm going to leave ammunition up to a luck roll. So, right, let's do that. Evens, there is ammo there. Odds, there's not. Okay. Yeah, there's there's ammo there. Okay. I'll say a full clip's worth, so you'll get eight bullets. Magazine. It says,
1: please. Well, it says. It's an 80s movie, though. They they would get the terminology wrong. Oh my god, the book does say clip. Yeah. Hmm. It says
0: clip. So
2: fuck you. More well, clips worth. I mean, some weapons do take clips. I don't think any. Well, I don't think a Pistols. pistol would unless
0: it's a fucking luger. <laughs> it is a pawn shop. It is a pawn shop. But yeah, the gun does have some ammo there. The glass does look shatterable.
1: Okay. I'm going to act like I am continuing browsing in the store until I know he's looking away. Mm hmm. And then i'm going to suddenly i don't know break the glass with a heavy object or my
0: elbow whichever okay is cooler yeah um i'm trying to look at the skills list here see what we can use
2: but I, I imagine that you would pick up like a kitchen appliance that's been oh in yeah the arc, yeah examine okay. it iron Iron would work. I
1: think the skill to find out the best moment would be detect.
0: Yes. So we'll say that because he is sleepy and, I don't know, maybe coming down on cocaine, we'll say that this is just a simple skill. So your target number is five. So go ahead and roll detect and set the number to five and we'll see how many successes you get. Okay, I have three successes. Right. Yeah, no, so, no. What this means is you did succeed and two of your skill dice also met the number, which means that this is an exceptional success. It's a margin of success thing, so you got an exceptional success, which is fairly good. So yeah, you managed to find a part where he's like, basically falling asleep and you smash the glass and you managed to grab the gun um, or he can really react. Yeah, I'm gone, I'm leaving. Alright, I would like you to.
1: If he does try anything, I'll point it at him. I think athletics is the get the fuck out.
0: Yeah. Alright. Yeah, go ahead and roll athletics. Because he is a little more awake now, this is going to be a challenging difficulty, so difficulty is eight. So, this is a failure. It's not a serious failure, but it is a failure. So, uh,. Is going to get a shot off. Now, I didn't stab this guy out, but he does have—he did have a shotgun under the counter because of something. Oh exactly. fuck! He has a gun too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he has—he has a gun too. Um, I'll take so- that.
2: <laughs> <It's> probably actually <laughs> loaded.
0: Yeah. So, we'll say his dexterity is two, and his rifle skill is non-existent. So it will just be. Target number is always 10 when you are dealing with attacks. Okay. So... What am I... No, he is rolling. So he does miss. That is a normal failure. He does miss you, but you do hear the booming, thundering shot of a shotgun behind you as he starts to uh, cock it again to try and make another shot at you. All
1: right. Well, as fast as I can, I would like to close and, uh, you know, put my hand around the barrel and shove it up.
0: Okay, Um. at this point, we're going to call for initiative. Okay. I'm going to say this guy's initiative bonus is three.
1: My initiative bonus is also three.
0: His initiative is 12. What's your detect score? Two. Two? I'm going to say he only has a detective one, so you get to go first. Cool. I would like to
1: close and, you know.
0: Okay, so the way combat works is the slower person declares their intent first. So okay. that way the faster person can react to oh, what the slower yeah. person is doing. Okay. And you only get to do basically one thing every round. Because rounds are based okay, on cool. three seconds. So he is going to aim his shotgun. He's going to spend his entire turn aiming. So that way he gets a better chance to actually hit you. So you know he's going to aim. Like That's the purpose of... like putting th- okay and i get to do one thing which is like move right yeah you can like you can like, if you still want to close the distance mhm duck below the counter okay yeah that's fine okay
1: you know i just realized now that we're actually like in combat um the way initiative works in this game the slower the slowest person can really dramatically shape Everybody else's actions. Yes, yes, I really like that. Like they—they it, it, they have a very real form of control over what everybody else does, despite being the slowest person on the field.
0: Oh, they—they they shouldn't even bother aiming. Oh well, because they—it only works on based on their rank and the weapon skill. Okay. Well, he spends his entire Rip. round doing nothing. So you get behind the counter. So what he's going to do is when you get below there, he's going to reach under. And hit the silent alarm, and then get ready to shoot you because you can do like minor stuff, like okay, okay, like auxiliary actions, like on top of that. So I'm going to say that like triggering the silent alarm is an auxiliary action, and he's just going to prepare to shoot you when you pop up. Okay. And what do you do? Instead of popping up, I would go around the counter and grab him. Okay. Yeah. In that case, go ahead and roll an armed combat. Target number ten. Yeah, always target number 10. OK, so that's a um. failure, but it's not a messy failure. So you get behind there, and he's going to spend his turn trying to like get some distance between the two of you. What do you do? Close again, and well, you don't even need to close again because you're faster than him. And then I grab him again. All right, yep, so go ahead and uh, roll unarmed combat again. There you go. You managed to grab him. And I'll say with the exceptional success there, you can either get the gun away from him like you're intending to or get him in like a headlock. Which which one do you want? I get the gun away from him. OK. Can I say I have the the deagle pointed at his belly? Unloaded. Yeah. At this point, he does have to close the distance because combat does have to go through. But when he gets far enough away, if you don't shoot him before, then he's just going to put his hands up and just like shake his head and be like, no, no, just go. Yeah. And I go. All right. I'm going to roll a D10. Real quick, Uh if it is two or one, the police have arrived. Anything else, then the police will not have arrived yet. Hey, look at that. You managed to get away scot-free. Hell yeah. And it's at that point we should switch to another character. Um...
1: Real quick, Colin, before we do, I want to say for initiative roles, when there's a tie, first you check tactic skills. Oh,
0: tac- it was tactics? Okay.
1: I, and I... then, if the tactics are the same, you then check detect.
0: Yes. Okay, I got it backwards. I thought it was detect, then tactic.
1: <laughs> and then if detect is the same, the characters are considered to go at the same time.
0: Yeah. So unless anybody has anything to do before 10 a.m., I do have another side scene that I wouldn't like to narrate. But unless... um, am um, just looking for my charges. I'll probably find a phone book or something. Yeah.
1: I Not like... Things to do exactly, but Sawyer doesn't sleep in until 10. They are going to, you know, do their job. Wake up, all right. shower, uh, check all their equipment, find something to eat, and very carefully check it. Making sure that there's an EpiPen in their pocket just in case.
0: What is your allergy again? Peanuts. Peanuts. Oh,
1: yeah. And then start getting moving towards the job site.
0: The thing is, I was going to give you guys, like, because you said that you guys always arrive early, I was going to give you, like, a day to just, like, have to yourself before needing to do the job site stuff. So if you wanted to, like, go to the beach, you could go to the beach. If you wanted to go do something else. Okay, so it's a day before first day of work. Yes.
1: Got it, got it. Okay. Um, I mean, I do do all of those things that I said, except for get moving towards the fucking. I've lost the word. What's the name of the environment? Everglade. Like... Thank you. Swamp. 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 That's the past tense. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mmm. I don't know. What's there to fucking do in Miami besides go to the beach? If that's all there is to do in this city.
0: Well, first of all, I do want to introduce to, like you're sharing a room with one of your coworkers because none of you are from here, except there's two people that you will be working with that are from here, but you haven't met either of them yet. The person that you're sharing the room with, however, is Eustace Nelson. He's an older gentleman, fairly tall, person of color. Bald. It's got like a thin white beard, like it's more of a stubble than a beard. And he's up before you are and he hands you a cup of real, coffee. Real he goes, quick, Colin, hmm?
1: person of color is an umbrella term. It can mean
0: a lot of things. True. <laughs> Give okay. me a little bit more. Okay. Uh, he's black. Okay. Thank All you. Right. All right. And he does hand you a uh, cup of coffee that he made uh, and goes, made it like how you, you like it. <laughs> appreciate it uh, got here a day early what's th- what are you planning on doing uh,
1: after I recheck that everything's in order again
0: I was thinking of just walking around for a while huh, that sounds nice um I was just gonna drive around see if there's any place good to eat that isn't just like the normal fast food stuff. I don't know what's around here. I've never been to the city before.
1: How walkable is 1984 Miami?
0: Like probably I can't imagine not it is right? very. I can't imagine it is. Most American cities are not very walkable. Yeah,
1: they've definitely gotten less walkable, though. Yes, I was just wondering.
2: It depends on what point in time you're measuring from. Yeah, fair. But yeah, Miami is very much all about the car culture. Let's just take a big old
1: swig of my coffee and scratch at the back of my head. Let me know if you find anything interesting.
0: Yep, yep, I'll make sure that they don't have anything with peanuts in them, though, so... Appreciate it
1: Hoist Myself up off the bed Drain The mug Or I guess paper cup Yeah Since this is like hotel coffee Yeah I'll uh No That would be a waste of water There's no point in doing that Just crumple it up Bin it lace up my shoes and you know check my pockets keys wallet phones are not a thing in 1984 <laughs> I, I will say I definitely accidentally uh, rinsed out like a paper cup before <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm out the door alright anything in particular except for the beach that you're looking for
1: no I'm just wandering I'm just letting my feet carry
0: me. All right. Well, Miami's a fairly nice-looking city, at least. Like, there are definitely parts that you want to avoid, like any major city. But the area that you're in is fairly crime-free. It's not going to be, like, walking down any particular street is going to get you mugged or anything. So, tell me what you find. Just, like, it's... the town is a little bit on the hot side. It is the middle of July after all. Um, It's going to be fairly busy because it is the uh, busy time for like party beach goers. I I did some research and it turns out that the busiest time that Miami has for their beach season is like November through March for whatever reason. But like for summer, it's more close to July. That is where the party people start coming up.
1: I mean, March makes sense because I think that's spring break. True. But I don't know what the fuck people are
2: doing in December. <laughs> hey, it's December. <laughs> there won't be people at the beach. Avoiding states that are full of snow at that time of year.
0: True. <laughs> yeah, and also, yes. this is like hurricane season as well. So why are people just fucking not here? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what do
1: I find? Uh, well, not anything that I'm looking for, because I'm not looking for anything. I don't think I find anything in particular, because I'm not looking to find anything.
0: Okay, that's fair. You just wander around, people shop. It's 1984, so cell phones aren't a thing. I think the closest thing that you have to a cell phone is a car phone at this point, and you're not in a car. So those things are fucking bricks. They are. They are huge. They come in like suitcases. They cost a ton of money to use per the minute. It's really for emergencies only. I
1: will say, I definitely look a little bit miserable because mm. this is way closer to the equator than I grew up. <laughs> All right, and now but, I, you know, keeping a keeping a good attitude, keeping a smile on my face, keeping my feet moving. All
0: right. 10, 12, 16 a.m. In a small, unmarked gun shop in the Allopatha neighborhood, the first new arrival has amassed quite an arsenal on the counter. The shop owner smiles wider than they do as they select their fifth gun. M-16, very nice choice. This is this going to be on credit? Cash, please. All right, well, the background check will give you a bit to get that ready. Oh, no, I'm ready to pay now. Look, I'm sorry, I lost the log. Don't worry, it can be done in a few days. The smile on the figure's face fades. Then they say, Is there a way to forego that process? The gun shop owner looks out the window and around the shop to make sure that they're the only ones there. And says, you know, an extra thousand per gun might grease Uncle Sam's wheels a bit. After a beat, the figure says, I'll be back and leaves the shop. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm not done yet. Sorry. It's fine. I, I figured I'd get that reaction from somebody. <laughs> they walk a few blocks until they find an ATM. And then after looking left and right to make sure that there are no witnesses, they slam their fist into it. Reaching inside the guts of the machine, they soon find the money and rip it out, counting. They then turn around and start marching back towards the shop. So then, Doc, what are you doing?
2: So, speaking about the good parts and the bad parts of Miami, Doc White is currently in one of the bad parts. is in one of the less well-to-do suburbs of Miami, specifically a fairly run-down motel. Okay. The kind of place that asks for cash and doesn't ask any questions. Doc White has been pacing pretty much the entire night. The TV was turned on as a distraction at first. Failed to do so. Eventually the signal shut off and was replaced by static. And it's only once the uh, signal turns back on, the uh, regular programming resumes, that Doc is startled back into uh, reality, out of his mind and notices that uh, oh, it's gotten quite light outside now. Turns off the TV and uh, dresses up for the day. Doc is somewhat on the tall side, appears taller thanks to his shock of white hair that is utterly and continuously unkempt despite his best efforts using both gel and comb. Doc dresses up relatively formally, but as one might expect from an older gentleman in the 1980s, aside of course from the fact that he uh, makes certain to wear a completely clean white lab coat over his ensemble. And despite the heat and the humidity of the day, he does not seem all that uncomfortable with the fact that he's wearing multiple layers in such weather. Still, there's considerable time before his meeting begins, so as he glances at his watch, forces down a cup of miserable coffee, overheated, somewhat burnt, bitter as sin, but good enough to wake him up, he decides to head out for the day and uh, keep active under these conditions, these life-changing conditions, assuming everything goes right, and life-ending conditions, assuming everything goes poorly. There's no way he can sleep. But he does remember someone, uh, an acquaintance of his, back on the West Coast, mentioning something about a Cuban sandwich that they only make right in a place like Miami. So he's ooh, going to go try and hunt one down.
0: All right. Yeah. So, again, while I was doing research for this campaign and the city proper, turns out uh, Miami in the 1980s was having a fairly large Cuban immigration boom there. A lot of um, people from Cuba were Oh yeah. We're going specifically to Miami, so we'll say that this is going to be weird.
2: I'm going I could roll streetwise.
0: I was going, I was going to say either detect or streetwise.
2: I've got ranks in streetwise.
0: Okay, and yeah, um, you can go ahead and roll streetwise. We'll say challenging because you don't know exactly the best place you're looking for, but you know roughly
2: what you're looking at. All right, uh, target number. Target number is eight. Eight. Uh, no modifiers aside from what I've already got. Right. Success.
0: Not only that, that is an incredible success.
2: <laughs> I uh, have found the home of the Cubano. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so no, like you find originally a place that looks like it's going to be pretty good. And then you realize, no, no, the lines are too long. The people here look like they're dressed to, like, go to the beach in an hour or two. This is where the tourists go. Where do the people who live in Miami go to get their Cubano? And so you find some place.
2: I ask one of the waiters, where do they eat
0: there? Right, (laughs) exactly. And they they point you to this place close to downtown Miami It's this little hole in the wall you can barely see the sign it's got like one window there's like three seats it's basically all the things that scream this is actually the place you want to go to eat and you go there and oh that is that is a good Cuban sandwich right there I I don't know give me a second googling Cubano yes Cubano
2: Mustard meat in a fairly firm bun, as yeah. I recall.
1: Yeah, it's ham and cheese.
2: Not <laughs> sure if the pickle is necessary for a Cubano.
1: I mean, it is it is if I you want it to be. Also a very specific type of bread, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, Cuban bread. Yes, Cuban loaf. So the, the bread is just crispy enough. The mustard has that perfect amount of zest in it. The ham and pork are chewable, but not dry. It's, it is probably one of the best things you've eaten in weeks, months. I'm not going to speak for your character, but it's a really fucking good sandwich.
2: I want a Cuban now. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Now that hits the spot. 11.32,
0: 18 a.m. The figure parks in the visitor's parking of the University of Miami and heads, as if with a purpose, inside. They stand at the entry and look around, stock still except for their head, and then head to the administration's office, where a receptionist is working inside. They walk up to the receptionist and put on a smile. Hello, I'm looking for Professor Huber. Do you know where I can find him? The receptionist looks at the figure for a beat, then shakes her head. You just missed him. He's going to meet up with that scouting team before they go to the Everglades tomorrow. The figure looks a bit frustrated at that more annoyed than anything, really, before saying, I have a message for him. I'm afraid it's urgent. Do you know where that team is? Hold on a second, honey, she says before walking to another room. The figure stands still as a grave the entire time she's gone but returns with a piece of paper and handing it to them. Here you go. I hope you get to Fabian soon. The figure smiles and nods. So do I. Thank you. They then turn around. Any hint of warmth on their face instantly fades away as they march back to their car. So, soldier... I am in the phone booth looking through the phone book. Yeah, unfortunately, as you go through the phone booth, neither of your charges names show up. Ugh. However, this might not surprise you. You figured it might have been a long shot. You were told that neither one of them were locals. They just happened to be passing in the same city right. at the same time. Okay. However, I will give you that you do know something about one of your targets and I can give you the address to the university of Miami if you want to go there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I forget exactly where the university is. I don't know if it's in the like city proper or not. It's just outside the city. So here's my question. How do you get there? Because you, mm-hmm. you don't have money for a taxi, don't have money for a bus. Hitchhiking, of course. Hitchhiking, alright. Of course. Of course.
2: Hitchhiking.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think that would be persuasion. Let's go with persuasion. Go ahead and roll me persuasion. Most people aren't want to pick up a random hitchhiker, so we'll say it's a complex difficulty. So that's 11. Uh-oh. Hmm, <laughs> no. Rick. So, so that my friends, is what we call a serious failure. So, none of the dice came up with the target number. However, I am trying to be better at failing forward, as opposed to just being, no, it doesn't happen. So, um, you do get picked up by someone. Well, at least they pull over. They, you can immediately tell that they don't look particularly trustworthy. And they say, Hey, where are you going?
1: I tell them where I'm going.
2: jacking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Time to roll haggle.
2: <laughs> Ask, ass, or grass? <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they, they kind of look at you with, like, a bit of fear in their eyes when you speak. They go, uh, um, um, so... What do you do when he seems like he's not going to be letting you in the car?
1: <laughs> I tell him how incredibly important it is.
0: With my gun.
2: <laughs> no, not not.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can tell him with the Um it's at this point he starts rolling up the window and starts to driving away. What are you going to do?
1: No, I'll, I'll put my hand on the window and not I'm not going to try threatening him, but I'll, 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 I'll be a little more desperate and say, no, please. Come on,
0: <laughs> come, on. Say, come on, I don't say that, I don't say that. Just go ahead and roll another persuasion uh, saying oh, fuck. just roll it again. Oh, no, I'm not really good at
1: this. I have zero skill.
0: <laughs> you can't win,
1: then you literally cannot succeed. Oh, no, well, then I'll intimidate him.
0: OK. Oh, are you pulling okay. out the gun now? I'm not pulling out the gun, but I do tell him something bad might happen if I don't get there. All right. Roll Intimidate, then. All right. I was about to say interrogate, but... Yeah, same difficulty. Okay, so that is just a regular failure. Oh, good. Look, I'm good at one thing. So, unless you, like, open the door and pull him out of the car, he's going to drive off. I'm going to give you one last chance to, like do that before I will uh, do that all right let's say unarmed combat yeah 10 yeah for combat stuff it's always 10 right all right yep so you open up the door grab him pull him out and then I assume like get in and start driving off yeah I am going to ask you to roll drive oh good challenge is eight. Oh, really yeah well, why, why would you ask me to To I... avoid making it? I thought that was suspicious, like for, you know,
1: like fancy stuff,
0: not driving at all. No, no I'm saying to avoid like because when you peel out, I was trying to see like if you could avoid drawing the attention of the cops. Oh, oh, OK. So like you just hijacked a car, you're peeling out, you're speeding and uh, you do see blue and red flashing behind you. Uh, what do you do?
1: Well, this tra- activates my fight or flight response.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I forgot about, I forgot about HK tanks having that on top Avasive of that. Evasive action.
2: <laughs> I mean, even just without that, it seems like a good time for that to activate.
0: Yeah, I can't drive good. I think cops are actually statted out. Cops have no drive either. Uh, what's what skill is drive? Cool.
2: Concentration.
0: Concentration. Okay, what's well, the cop's concentration?
2: Ugh. Fun fact it would have been impossible for me to fail this roll.
0: So I'm going to make this an opposed roll. Type in slash roll d10, then add your concentration score and your um, drive score if you have any.
1: That's just drive car. Just click the drive car button. It is zero.
0: Okay, well, on the plus side, you managed to zigzag and find your way onto, like, a bypass or something and just zoom in there at the last second and the cops completely miss you. <laughs> Through force of sheer animal terror. Yep. Oh no, our future
1: hero is a scared little guy.
2: <laughs> no.
0: I'm scared of uh, hunter-killer tanks. But yes, you managed to avoid the cops. And you eventually arrive at the university. So University of Miami, fairly big. It looks pretty nice. I'm looking at a photo right here. They've got like some sort of pond or lake in the front with like a big fountain in there. Mm-hmm. Big glass building was surrounded by some palm trees. You can find the administrative building fairly easily and you see the secretary that was spoken to earlier looks up at you and goes unusually busy day for an off day uh, how can I help you I, I tell them I'm looking for
1: uh, Professor uh, I think
0: S- at this point I think at this point you need to actually speak because I think that would be fun you think so yeah okay yeah. I thought we were waiting until uh, we, we, we can't dance around it forever unfortunately
1: I'm bracing myself for whatever nonsense is about to come out of your mouth. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to find Professor McIntyre.
2: Okay.
0: What? What do you want?
2: Uh, well, the question is what you want. Do you want some nuclear vessels?
1: <laughs> I have no notes. I have no criticisms.
0: I have no thoughts. Head empty. All of a sudden. <laughs> They kind of look up at you, like, uh, we we don't have a Professor McIntyre. So, yeah. um, Hold on just a moment. They walk into another room. What do you do in the meantime? I wait and drum my fingers on the counter. Go ahead and just roll me. Detect difficulty. Actually, wait. This is there's an easy way we can figure out if you automatically pass this as yeah. as passive. Okay. So for your detect skill, is your skill in detect at least one? Yes. Okay. Then you automatically see this. That's how we do passive because you either need to have a certain amount of skill or a certain ranking okay. stat. But you see them, and they're like talking on the phone in another room. And they're just sort of like looking over at you every once in a while, just like kind of scared.
1: Do they have a registry or anything on their desk? Because I will just look at that.
2: It's university. They could have a mainframe.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They. I.
1: I don't know how to computer is the problem. Yeah.
0: Go ahead and roll. Detect. We'll see. It's a. Uh difficulty, we'll say six. Uh, that's not a normal number, but I'm going to... Detect? Yeah, detect. Okay. So wow. I rolled a one. Natural one. Dang, that is Rip. one. There is a directory on their desk, but the way that they are looking at you as they talk into the phone is giving you the idea that you're not going to have time to, like, thumb through it. That's I'll just fucking take it. And leave. I, Yep, are you gonna try and take it sneakily, or are you just like, yeah, I'll
1: sneakily take it?
0: Okay, is that serious is sleight of hand, or is that just stealth? Nope. Yep, just go ahead no, and roll slight. 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 Oh yeah, there's slight. Go ahead and roll slight for me. Target. Target. Let's say five because she's distracted right now. Hey, look at that! You um got yeah. a solid success. So managed to grab that and head on out without her realizing that you had taken it. Good. Alright, so are you just going to look at it in your car, or are you... Yeah. Alright. So as you go through, you find a couple of names. It's a while before you see Sawyer's name in there, but Mm -hmm. they are in there as, like, part of a uh, consultant team to go into the Everglades. Uh, And there's a phone number listed there as well. There's no address, though.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, I'll go to a paid phone. I will call the phone number. All
0: right. I will say that there was change in your car to allow you to do this. (laughs) Cool. Thanks. (laughs) There, There was like a quarter in your car. That's fine. The phone rings and you get an answer at the desk of the hotel from the person who handles that. How can I help you?
1: Hello, uh, yes, I am looking for Sawyer McIntyre.
0: Uh huh. Um, may I ask who's calling? A friend. Uh huh.
1: From Estonia. Okay. No, wait, that's part of the. Hmm. No, no, I don't say from where. Okay. Look, I'm foreign. Foreigners know each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. All foreigners know each other. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me... Persuasion. I will say that this is a simple... So it's going to only be difficulty five. Oh, okay. Alright. Okay, so this is what is known as a messy success. So... They're probably going to be a little suspicious of you, but they'll go, Alright, um... Hold on one moment, and I'll transfer you to the room. Uh, what was the name again?
1: Sawyer McIntyre.
0: Okay. Uh, alright. And then there's a bit of a hold, and then another couple rings, and then the phone picks up, and you hear, Nelson speaking. Hello, you're looking for McIntyre.
2: Sorry, who is this? Sarah. Sa- Do they know Sarah? They don't mention Sarah.
0: Uh is not in at the moment. Uh can I take a message?
1: Ah, uh, I, I was told it was for his ears only. Do you know where he might be?
0: Last I knew they were wandering the city. Um
1: Oh they. yeah, but was- my character wouldn't fucking know.
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Also, it's the 80s. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's how it was. Why does Nelson know? What? You've been having Nelson use they for this yeah. conversation. I, I, figu- I figured your team would know. But what they care? Hmm. Nelson might. All right. Um, they went wander around the city, I don't know, a little while ago. Um uh tell you what I'll do you have a number that we can reach you at I can I can let them know that you were looking for him
1: fortunately I <laughs> uh no uh... is there
0: a, a post box I could Go ahead and roll another uh, simple persuasion test. Done. Hey, there we go. A Solid success. He goes, listen, just here's the address. Why don't you come and wait for uh, Sawyer? You can talk to them then. Thank you. All right, so you now have a, an address and I'm imagining you're heading there as soon as possible. yes. yes. All right. Sawyer, what are you doing? Uh, the same thing I was doing earlier.
1: I probably got lunch at some point, but I'm it's I'm fucking around today. I don't have an itinerary until tomorrow. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry I'm not more exciting. Sawyer's not an especially exciting person.
0: You were told that the professor that you were supposed to meet is coming over. So I will say that you might want to head over now. Like, If you want to head back that way to meet up with the university professor that you're supposed to be working with uh, the day before. So that way you can just like go over the details of like what exactly is going on like so that way you're ready for tomorrow head over where he's going to meet you at the hotel okay all right coming to me all right sure yeah if if I
1: know what time I'll you know keep track of how long I've been out how long it takes me to get from A to B should be approximately the same amount of time it takes me to get from B to A assuming uh, sh- shit, that shit doesn't happen to me.
0: All right, yeah. So you get back to the hotel. It's around, we'll say, like noon ish. And your entire team is waiting in the lobby. You've got Eustace there who, like, kind of waves you over so that way he can speak to you. Vita is also there. Vita is a young woman. She's, like, in her mid to late 20s, kind of average ish weight desperately wants to dress like a punk rocker but kind of dresses a little more respectably than that to appear more professional she's kind of got her hair in like it could turn into a mohawk at a moment's notice but aside from that it's mostly like kept down and then um you've also got parker a little bit under six feet in his early 30s looks like he this a little bit of weight, black hair, kind of a stubble, wears mostly short shirts and like form fitting pants. Those two are your gunners. Like they are the ones who are going to be operating the guns for the crocodiles that you will probably inevitably run into. Hopefully Whereas Houstis mostly stays back in the car because he's an old man and doesn't wanna to have to deal with that bullshit. He operates the radio. But yeah, Houstis was like waving you over. On over. Oh, I hope I'm
1: not the last one to arrive. I don't like keeping people waiting.
0: No, no, no. We're still waiting for the, uh, for the professor to show up. Um, do you know Sarah in Miami?
1: Oh, not in Miami, no. I've met a few Sarahs, but I don't know if any of them would be around here right now.
0: Could happen. That's weird, because someone was calling and asking about you earlier. They had a bit of an accent, said that they were your friend, called themselves Sarah. They were... I don't know.
1: Uh, I know Sarahs. I know Sarahs who have accents. Okay. I'm well. not expecting anybody, but it could happen.
0: Okay, well... Uh... Oh, hey, I think that's the professor right there. And... You look over at, like, the entrance, like, the the doorway, and there's this tall guy coming in, and he looks like he lifts some weight. Like, he's got a definite bodybuilder quality to him. Over six feet tall, looks like to be in his mid-30s, like, short brown hair.
2: Square jaw?
0: Yeah, square jaw. And he walks in slowly, and he says, with a thick Austrian accent, I'm not even going to try and, uh... Howard, end- <laughs> do it once, you bitch. Come on.
2: Everybody can do it. <laughs> do it!
0: <laughs> Sorry I'm late, everybody. Fuck! Why are you...
1: <laughs> I told you! just Just kind of give him the, like... Once over, up and down <laughs> Internally That is the fittest academic guy I've ever seen
0: He goes over and he starts shaking Everybody's hand In turn Starts with Hustis, Seems to go easy on the poor guy Because he's older Then hits up Parker And then he gets to you, Sawyer uh, What's your handshake like?
1: Oh, friendly I'm not right. trying to fucking assert dominance or anything.
0: Just... He definitely is.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: he can have it. <laughs> I don't care to be in charge. <laughs> and then uh, he moves over and shakes Vita's hand like relatively tamely. He's like, okay, so I think this would be a good time to go over what the plan is for tomorrow. And then... There's another person. I'm gonna flip a coin. And I'm not gonna tell you the result that I'm thinking of until I narrate it. (laughs) So, as that starts happening, in walks a young looking man, appears to be in about his mid 20s, wearing a lot of denim. He's got regular jeans, he's got a jean jacket on, he's got like. A nice shirt on underneath that matches like the color, if not the material.
1: I was gonna say, is he wearing a, a jean t shirt? A d shirt? A. A. A j. J shirt?
0: D shirt. Denim shirt. Oh, um, yeah. He might be judging from the picture I've got for his bio here. He's also got like a. Chin that can rival the professors there, but also the hair. Business in the front, party in the back. Brown and wearing dark, dark glasses. And he starts moving up like in the middle of your conversation, reaches into his coat, starts pulling out a gun. Soldier, dude, as that is happening, you arrive. I arrive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, as this is happening, your car screeches to a halt in front of the hotel. In front of the hotel? Okay. Yeah. This is all happening in the lobby.
1: Okay, yeah. I can see this happening, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I would like to sprint inside with shotgun raised. All right. Sawyer, you see two people with guns coming right at you. Is your cool stat two or less? No. No. What is your cool stat? Three. Okay, then never mind. You don't need to make a fear test. What? D- at all? Ever? So, the fear rating has to be higher than your cool in order to come into play, but different things have different fear ratings, and um, being attacked okay. or assaulted is a fear rating of two. Got it, got it. Yes.
1: Okay. So, I don't freak out. Okay, got good cool and concentration Uh, I am however not a hero so hmm I want to like simultaneously move to be behind something and also pull Eustace with me
0: all right yeah I can say that you can get cover behind the reception desk I I start moving
1: before the second gunman enters the building. As soon as the first one starts to draw, it's just like, turn 90 degrees, hook an arm around Eustace, and move down.
0: Yep. I need people to roll initiative.
1: Okay. Okay, Ooh, I roll an eight. That's a bad roll. Damn, that's a bad roll. That's a natural one. That's the worst possible roll I could make. Now, Oof. wow. All right, Terminator.
0: <laughs> Jeez. All right. So, Sawyer, you're behind cover. What is your intention? Um, to stay there. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Soldier, what's your intention? Uh, attack the other gunman. Alright, and then the other gunman is going to try and shoot through the reception desk to try and get Sawyer. I believe there are rules concerning cover. Low stopping power, modifier, minus of minus one to the success dice when rolling to hit a target in light cover. In addition, the target is considered to have plus zero to plus two. PV as specified by the director for the purpose of resolving this attack. So PV is basically how much damage you negate. So I'm going to give you a 1 PV for this and the light cover so they have a minus 1 to their success dice. Only to the success dice, not their skill dice. Okay. Now the Terminator is going to use a pistol. Okay. Hmm. So they get 1 success in 3 on their skills, plus 4 damage or hit a leg. The gunshot brings out, tears through the reception desk. You take a total of 6 damage because it is 3 minimum damage, and then plus 4 because of their success, but minus 1 because of the PV. Can you walk me through how that damage is calculated? So, each weapon has its own damage in this case the light pistol has a damage of 1d10 minus 2 but also they have a minimum damage that they can do period like that's that's just it, it doesn't matter how dog shit you roll that's how much damage it's going to be doing so okay. the pistol's minimum damage is three and because they got so many successes on their skill dice they get to either do an extra four damage or Or they can do a cold shot on your leg. They're just going to main you and try and kill you as fast as possible. So I'm just doing the extra damage. So that brings it up to seven. And then because you have one PV from your light cover, that is minus one from the damage. So that's a total of six hit points that are taken away from you. Okay. What is AD? armor damage so each piece of armor has its own resistance rating that's how much damage that does to the resistance rating and once the resistance rating of an armor reaches half or less the armor's pv is halved and once it reaches zero the armor is just gone got it got it it's a desk so i'm going to give it a quite a bit of resistance because it's going to last but yes you are hit Eighteen minus six is
1: twelve. Yes. I got shot. Yeah, you didn't get hollering. Yeah. In like the worst way.
0: Yeah. Soldier. Your target just got shot and is screaming. What do you do?
1: Yeah, I'm shooting the uh That's
0: right, the Terminator. Yeah, I'm shooting the Terminator in the fucking face with a shotgun. Okay. Go ahead and roll I think shotguns are rifle. Okay, so go ahead and roll rifle. You
1: got a success on that, so you do successfully hit.
0: Go ahead and roll one D 10 plus two. And that's how much damage you'll do. Yep. 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 So you're dealing seven damage It's armor damaging four. OK. And then you did get an exceptional success.
1: So total of nine
0: damage then? Yes. It does have, however, four PV. So that means you only deal five damage. So you shoot this guy right in the back and he stumbles and turns around to look at you. Sawyer, you still (laughs) stick behind the cover there. I mean, it's a new round, right? So now we pick new set of actions? Yep, now is the new start of the new round. So, Soldier, what do you plan on doing? I am running and gonna try to grab Sawyer and get them out of here. All right, uh, Sawyer, what is your intention? So, technically, I cannot divine
1: intent. I just know that this second gunman is going to start running
2: towards me. Mm-hmm. And you, you are also aware that they shot the other gunman. Yeah.
1: Part of me is still quite loathed to leave Eustace. However, uh, I am not so cool that I can, like, get shot and just chill about it so uh, that was a third of my health <laughs> so like the answer is obviously
0: yes but am i bleeding yes okay is it like leaving a trail um uh, would love to say that no you're not bleeding enough to leave a trail because i know i know there's a thing that like where specific actions happen that where that does happen but i can't find it at the moment Were you looking at the conditions
1: table for bleeding? Yes. What page is that? A character that suffers wounds will begin to bleed. A bleeding character will lose one hit point every 20 minutes until the character has healed all wounds. Bleeding remains the same regardless of the number of wounds a character suffers. Character with a hemophilia illness trait will lose two hit points every 20 minutes. Bleeding ignores armor and is removed with medical intervention. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing about leaving a trail on that, at least. Okay. Um, you said that the, the person who shot me rounded on the person who shot them. Yes. I'm going to take this opportunity to try and
0: sneak away. All right. In that case, the Terminator is going to fire at the soldier. That is their intent. So... It is going to shoot you first with pistol.
1: Ooh, wow. Oh my god. Fucking A, I'm sorry, Claire.
0: Um. Why? Maybe I shouldn't have run in and shot the Terminator. So, you take nine damage. Uh. Uh, so you're not dead, at least. No. That is like half my health. Yeah right next to your hip noise, click the head wound Uh, just to indicate that you have a head wound because because you can't take a wound in the same spot twice. Okay. How do you determine which condition it is?
1: Because it just says and inflicts a condition. Well, that would be stunned, right? Stunned is a condition. Oh my god.
0: Oh, the stunned condition. Okay.
1: Yeah. A knock to the head as well as certain other circumstances can lead to a character becoming stunned. A stunned character will feel dizzy and react slowly to situations. Anyone with the stunned condition is automatically considered to have the lowest initiative value, so hey, nothing changes there. Additionally, a stunned character may move no faster than their closing speed, and suffers a minus one modifier to all dice for any skill tests they undertake. (sighs) Cool. Alright. Maybe I'm not playing the game right. Because I don't think you're supposed to, you know, fight the Terminator. I'm, I didn't want to have to draw this out.
2: <laughs> By the way, Colin, if you want to give our mysterious soldier a fate point for that blow to the head.
0: Yes, yes. Let's give you a fate point for that. Yeah, that, that is a certain thing that I'm supposed to do. Go ahead and give yourself a fate point for the bullet, like, grazing the side of your head. You're going to have a new scar there. Okay. Sawyer, what do you do?
1: So the action that I declared that I was going to attempt goes off, which is I'm going to try and sneak away.
0: All right, go ahead and roll stealth. I believe they do. They immediately get to roll detector. Is that a thing they have to do on their turn? I have no idea. You know what? I'll just say that it's going to be against the Terminator's detect. So uh your target number is nine. We'll just rule it that way oh. real quick. Okay, okay. Uh let me see. Do I have anything that does anything
1: to this? Uh I have natural aptitude. Okay, so I can reroll this if I fuck it real hard.
2: Please do not fuck your dice.
1: <laughs> God. Not on air at least.
0: Oh, and because you have not suffered a condition, you are not actually bleeding.
1: No, it's any any amount of wounds. Oh, wounds! Wound is a proper noun in this game. Wound
0: is a proper noun in this game. Yes. So if you do not have a wound. Uh, you are not bleeding.
1: Target number is nine. No offsets. Hey, one hey. success. Three skill.
0: Yeah. So um.
1: Very good. Yep,
0: yeah, that is very good. Uh, you managed to get out of there, uh, and you're bringing Eustace with you. Uh, soldier, you get behind the desk and you see your charge has disappeared well where could they have gone all right well it's at this point the other two in the um the other three the the, professor and parker i was going to say specifically just vita and parker are starting to uh get the fuck out of there the professor on the other hand is trying to move over and distract the terminator by, like just trying to wrestle him away and uh that's going to be- hell yeah yep
1: oh my god <laughs>
0: so, because he's just a normal Wait. person and an npc hmm? why 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 are the two people whose job is
1: has gun running they did away? not bring
0: the gun with them into the lobby <laughs> that sounds unprofessional <laughs> <laughs> all right so npc is going to join at the bottom of the initiative
2: I would say more to the point. Typically, alligators don't shoot back.
0: (laughs) So, Professor Huber is going to try and just clock the T eighty-five in the face in order to uh, knock him out. Soldier, what's your intent? I, 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 where could, where could they have gone? There's a obviously a door that leads further into the hotel that they could have gone through. I go that way. Yeah. All right, Sawyer, what's your play? Are you allowed to do, like, an
1: if-then statement with this, or do you have to commit? I think you have to commit. I think the point is committing. Okay.
0: Why? What What? What do you want to do? What is your if-x happens then?
1: If I did not hear footsteps approaching me, I would... Actually, no, it wouldn't make sense for me to have my medkit on me. That's not a thing I would do. So instead, it's just...
0: What I will do is I will keep moving. Okay, so you're going to try and move further out of the hotel, like the back way out of the hotel? Yeah, just keep moving. Uh,
1: so okay. pick up Eustace, uh, and keep on keeping on. All right. going to be clear, because there are two movement speeds here, and because one character is trying to catch up with another, relative movement speeds matter. Yes. I am going to be moving at my closing speed, because one, I'm shot— and even if I'm not mechanically bleeding, I'm probably narratively bleeding, and I don't want to exacerbate that. Right. And also, Eustace is old man, and I don't want to ditch him. So I'm right. moving at a rate of two.
0: Right. Soldier, what is. Are you going to be moving your rushing speed?
1: Every time I'm moving, it's rushing speed.
0: Okay. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. But also, yes, because Fuck I'm stunned. You.
1: Wait, no, I'm, I can't
0: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because I'm stuck. No, no. The, you can move your rushing speed. It's just that your rushing speed is one oh, okay. is one less. So it would be five instead of six. So you're still moving faster than Sawyer.
2: You, you just keep hitting the wall. I see.
0: Yeah. And the <laughs> Terminator's intent is, uh, well, Fabian is trying to get in his grill. So since I have oh, no. to. Declare and then go ahead anyway uh, because that's what the Terminator is at the top of the initiative. Terminator grabs Fabian by the neck, lifts him off of his feet, and starts to squeeze his throat. Ooh. Oh no! My <laughs> <Good> God! <laughs> and you all hear a very sickening crunch. Oh no!
1: No, I don't. I'm, I'm in the other room. I don't hear shit. No,
0: no, it's, it's loud enough that you hear it. No. No. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I, I see what you're going for. But yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger is now dead.
1: No!
2: Crip. He'll be back. <laughs> God! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs>
0: so... Sawyer, you start moving a little faster. Uh, you says like, just leave me behind, just go, just go. I'm not
2: leaving you there.
1: I, I got one arm around him and the other arm is putting pressure on my bullet wound wherever it is, if it's within reach.
0: All right. Soldier, you now catch up to Sawyer. I reach out a hand uh,
1: and say, Come with me if you want to live. You're holding a shotgun, yes? I'm not pointing it at you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's not nothing (laughs) at this moment. You know what? I, I am not so cool that I will not grab onto a lifeline right now. Especially the one that I saw shoot the person who shot me, so... I'm not going to take your hand because my only free hand if I took it off of my bullet wound would be covered in blood but I would like motion in a way that conveys the lead of the way Do you have a medical kit? In my room Then let's go
0: Alright So Wait, Does the is there like a fire escape? You guys are on the you're on the ground floor. The it's ground floor. floor? Oh, yeah. Then then we can go out the window. Yeah. Or
1: at, at the back door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Take me there. So I know you two are now kind of moving in tandem. Sawyer, are you going to start moving at uh, your rushing speed, or are you going to be difficult about this? <laughs> Fuck off, Colin. <laughs> I will move at Eustace's rushing speed. <laughs> okay, I think most humans get up five. I know it's usually based on class, but uh, Eustace doesn't have a class. Eustace is not statted out. So we'll just say that his rushing speed is four because he's, he's old. Okay. So then, Soldier, what is your intent? Go to
1: Sawyer's hotel room, get the medical kit, and get the fuck out of Dodge.
0: Alright, Sawyer, what is your intent? Same. Okay. It's at this point, the Terminator. I did probably do a double take at, at the professor. <laughs> it's worth saying. Oh, yeah, because that is the model one. That would you would look very yeah. similar to the model 101, wouldn't he?
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but no, like you as you guys. Well, actually, he would go before, before you. So, um, the Terminator's entire turn will have to be spent walking through the door and, like, kicking it down and looking around and seeing you guys. So that's his entire turn. Go. What's its speed? Uh, it's rushing as five, and it's closing as two. Same. All right. So, yeah, it kicks in, and it's going to see you guys. So we've moved to and four. So we've moved a total of six, so we are still
1: ahead. Yes. But not so far ahead that, yeah, with a rushing speed of five, it couldn't
2: be there. Right. Okay.
0: Alright, so then. Intense. Soldier, what are you doing?
2: You you already went over this. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm just making sure that's still the plan. Yeah. You can turn back and try and shoot him again. No, we're fucking leaving. Okay. It's not worth it. Alright, the Terminator is going to lift up his pistol and try and fire at you as you are running, because it's a ranged weapon. Why wouldn't he? Do, do they have max range? It's 60 meters, and movement is meters. Ones of meters? Yes. Okay, yeah. Alright, so um, it is going to try and fire. At whom? Well, here's the thing. I'm going to roll for it. Oh, great. Because you're all clumped together. Sawyer? Yeah? You don't need to worry about carrying Eustace anymore. Oh, no! (laughs) Yeah. Eustace suddenly gets real heavy and uh, slumps over and there's a hole in his head.
2: Hmm. worth mentioning that if the Terminator runs at you guys, you cannot also take a shot Uh,
1: I am not a hero I am not a warrior I am going to cry about this later
0: <laughs> I actually I think there's live. a thing on the fear chart about this no, hold on is your cool four or less yes so your cool is four? Three. Three? It is time to figure out the fear. Oh, okay, first of all, you lose two willpower because you saw a loved one get killed. If yeah, We were co-workers, we're not dating. Okay, I'll make it one, I'll make it one.
2: Extremely gory murder scene is three. You do have brains on your jacket.
0: True, okay, yes. If your fear is three, then you're fine. But there's still stuff about willpower loss. Both of you should have one willpower loss for having lost at least five hit points in one attack. I think aside from that, that is it. We are good on willpower loss. Unless seeing a Terminator does it.
1: Uh, well, he just looks like a guy. He does just look like a guy. Okay. Just making sure.
2: If anything, Soldier might need to roll, because they know what they're up against.
0: True.
2: Mm, Why did you have to say that? I gotta contribute (laughs) somehow to this scene.
0: Soldier, go ahead and remove another two willpower. Okay. And then, this is a fear reading of five, now that you know what you're up against, but I'm hearing no. Yeah. Alright, so you're using your once per session no, I'm not afraid. Yep. Okay. So then, are you still going for the room with the med kit, or are you going to uh, change course and just get the hell out of Dodge? Uh,
1: you're, you're not bleeding super bad, right? We can tear up a shirt or something. Yeah, could we're do. leaving. OK, right. or at least I'm I'm saying that we're leaving. Yeah, and
0: I'm following you. Let's leave. All right, so at this point, I'm going to have it be one single roll to see if you can manage to get away from it right now. And that is going to be athletics. We'll say difficulty five. No, we'll say seven, just to combine the movement speeds. So difficulty seven. Uh, Who's rolling it? We'll say Sawyer. Ah, okay. Um... Because mm. you act first in the Great. initiative. That's the only reason why.
1: Super, uh... This is gonna be shit. But I'm also be. I'm also the driving, you know... How does... I know this is a thing. Working as a team. Do you want to emphasize the expertise of the lead character, or do you want to emphasize the risk of an skilled but necessary character getting in the way?
0: Emphasize getting way, we'll say.
1: Okay so the lead is not the actor but instead performs a supporting role director will call for them to make a skill test and an ancillary skill anything is relevant okay so colin Mm. give claire a skill test that isn't athletics but would assist in us getting away Stealth?
0: I can do stealth. Yeah. What's the target number? We'll say difficulty eight. Okay. As okay. a messy so, success.
1: So all no, all that it means, because this is an assisting role, okay. is all successes become modifiers to my role. Okay. So you get plus one. So to my success role, yes which I will need. You said my target number seven, right? Yes. All right. Not great, but okay. Success dice
0: modifier plus one. Skills dice modifier zero. Hey,
2: hey
0: that's a messy, that's a messy success. I will say that you guys managed to get into soldiers car and drive off, but the Terminator will be able to identify the make model and license plate number of that car. Okay. Oh, Oh, man. All right. Before we get to the exposition part, I do want to say, Doc, as you're walking back to your car from getting that sandwich, you hear gunfire coming from a nearby building. What do you do when you hear the gunfire?
2: Shiver a bit, decide that maybe I should get out of this neighborhood faster than I had intended.
0: (laughs) As you start walking faster, you look over and you see in the window of one hotel, this big guy, this really big guy, big buff, moves over to this scrawny little dude wearing a jean jacket. The scrawny little dude grabs the big guy by the throat, lifts him up, and then you see his Hand, squeeze, and crush the big guy's neck. I think you just watched an extremely gory murder scene. So, uh. Oh, that's true? not gory. That's clean. Well, that that's is, real that clean. clean. Would this be witnessing the brutality of Skynet, though? I mean, you don't know that it's Skynet. True. You don't know Skynet. So, yeah, is your cool rating two or less?
2: My cool rating is two
0: then you're fine. I think. No, if your cool rating is fine, then I think you need to roll for fear. Unless you just want to say no.
2: Let me just double check here. I'm on the right page. Okay. Uh, Whenever the total fear rating of any given circumstance becomes higher than a character's cool stat. Okay. Or at any other time the director deems suitable.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you see that happen, the, the big guy was easily half a foot taller than this guy. And the, the little guy just lifted him up and crushed his neck like it was nothing. What do you do?
2: Well, first, let's figure out the logistics of how and where I am, because last I remember, I was in a little hole in the wall that would be nowhere near the uh, touristy hotels.
0: I was thinking that, like, it wasn't too far, so you walked, because, let's face it, I need to wrangle these cats together somehow.
2: Yeah, but, well, here's some details I figure I could add for some in-between meat. Okay. Which is that, as part of that exceptional success I got earlier, I ended up in a conversation with a local who came in on a lowrider, and we got to talking about cars and car mods, And that inspired me to go out on a walk down the fancy part of the Miami beach line uh, in order to uh, scope out all of the 80 sports cars and supercars that they've got lined up along that stretch. Okay. And thus I would be nowhere near my car, nowhere near my motel when this happens. And so suddenly my options of uh, what to do become very limited, especially because I am an old man but I am also in a public space at the moment and so uh, I believe my instinct at this point would be to run as fast as I'm able to the neighboring hotel and demand that uh, whoever's at the desk call 911.
0: Yeah, there have already been calls to 911 being placed because there's gunfire going on. And, you know, you hear a couple more shots and then that's when the police start to arrive at the next hotel over. And there's people who start like setting up a crime scene, start trying to close everything off. And eventually a police officer starts making the rounds and trying to get like witness accounts
2: at this point, I get the hell out of there, because I'm not <laughs> supposed to be in Miami right now.
0: <laughs> All right. Go ahead and just roll your stealth, and we'll see what the target number is for well,
2: them. Fun fact, my stealth is zero, oh. and my dexterity is zero.
0: Oh, so you, <laughs> I think you still roll one d10 then. You'll, you'll roll one success in one skill, I do believe yes
2: I rolled a four,
0: rolled a four. and okay. a four okay so I was going to say any extra like skill successes were added to the number but no their target number is four which I think for them is impossible to miss <laughs> alright they get four successes so you start trying to sneak away and they go excuse me sir sir moment of your time
2: oh hello officers how are you doing today
0: Um, well, we are trying to figure out what exactly was going on here. We have a, uh, ongoing situation. We were wondering, what did you see? Do you care to make a statement about what went on here?
2: I'm going to be honest about what I saw. I am going to try and lie about my identity.
0: I mean, you don't really need to even talk about your identity. You just say, what happened now do you mention the part where a 5 foot 10 man who doesn't look like he's really worked out beyond like keeping in regular shape lifting a bodybuilding type by
2: one hand I don't know why I would leave that out and for that matter I think they probably hear crazier shit this is a witness account after all yeah definition of crazy shit
0: yeah, they kind of look at each other when you mention that, but they'll write it down because like, uh, according to like someone else, this guy took a shotgun blast full on to the back and barely faced him. So this guy must be wearing Kevlards on some sort of like crazy drug that,
2: like, making
0: an, yeah, PCP that like ignore pain I'm like, OK, this is the weirdest
2: fucking day. Um,
0: All right. Well, uh, thank you for your time. Um, If you can think of anything else, just uh, just give us a call and let us know and we'll help in any way that we can.
2: I'll be sure to do that, officers, and thank you for your service.
0: They give a nod and then they start moving on to um, talk to the next few witnesses. And it's at this point, I will let you get to your car, but when you get to your car, roll we'll detect for me real quick. Real easy one, we'll say difficulty five.
2: I think I get to auto pass that. My detect is three.
0: Oh yes, then yes, you do. Standing sort of like to the side of your car, like leaning against a wall. Well, not leaning, but just sort of like standing there. Very still is the guy who lifted the big guy up.
2: I spin around and walk the other way.
0: Correct. As you start walking the other way, you realize that he is following you.
1: I turn 360 degrees and walk away.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I go back to the main strip and call a taxi.
0: Taxi says, "Yeah, we'll be there in like two, three minutes." Colin, what do you think call a taxi means? Oh, fu- <laughs> fuck. I was, I was thinking of, like, Uber, Uber and shit. I'm not thinking 1984. They don't have cell phones. Yeah, no. I, I don't th-
2: have a cell phone.
0: I was thinking payphone. Like, you went to a payphone and called a taxi, like, service. Not, like, actually just stood there and, like, hailed hailed for a cab. Okay, yeah, that. Okay. As you try doing that... The guy walks up to you before the taxi can fully stop. And he just says to the driver in the taxi, he goes, Never mind, please keep going. The driver's like, Are you sure we can move? And the driver just...
2: Can I have been climbing in or attempting to at, at this point?
0: Roll athletics. It's going to be hard. Uh, it's going to be a pretty difficult one. We'll say difficulty 11. Criminy. The Terminator is
2: strong.
1: Yeah, just fucking seize him by the back of his shirt and haul him.
2: Yes. All right. Well, that happens. Okay. I literally cannot beat it in 11.
0: Okay. And so the the taxi driver kind of eyes the Terminator and starts driving off. And uh, the Terminator goes... Emmanuel White, I presume.
2: Listen, if this is about the Syrians, then I can assure you that... No, no, no. This isn't
0: about the Syrians. Come with me if you want to live. Please. Mm,
1: Uh, that would... I think that would be... Okay, I know it's not time yet, but that would be an excellent end to the episode.
0: It would be. I... But, man. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do?
2: Well, presumably I will be killed by being shot in the back or having my neck snapped if I don't go with him. So I'm going to go with him for now and try and look for another chance to escape.
0: (laughs) He leads you to another car. It is a rather flashy sports car. And he opens up the passenger side for you and he says, please get in. I get in. He closes the door, moves over to the driver's side, opens it, and starts driving off. And uh, at this point, we'll rewind the clock a bit. Soldier, Sawyer, you're in a car.
1: Sawyer, so make it tire. Yes? Yes? My name is Svetlana Kolia. I am from the future. I am here to keep you alive. I am going to need you to slow down. I am going to speed limit.
0: <laughs> Thank
1: you. Conversationally please your name again spit spit I'm going to need you to write that down for me as soon as you are able <laughs> you are... Russian Spetsnaz from the future. Yeah, 2031. 2031. 47 years. You wish me to believe that time travel ...is invented in 47 years, and... ...Russia... ...is using it to save my life. The Russian state as you know it no longer exists. August 29th, 1994, Judgment Day. An intelligent network known as Skynet gained self-awareness In knowledge Fuck, um... <laughs> I need to look up something to read because I'm not going to be able to do this all We're off in the phone. middle of the cold. We're in the end stages of the Cold War right now.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's specifically why Claire decided to go Russian.
2: Yeah, you, you don't know that yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't no, know I that. Know.
2: <laughs> and I imagine in the original Terminator timeline, there wasn't even an end to the USSR. Well, there was in 1994. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> 1994
0: is when you know what I mean. Well, no. John Connor specifically, like in inter- T2, goes, "Why would Sky and Target Russia? Aren't they our friends now?"
2: Oh, right. But in T2, I was talking about the specifically the original movie. Oh, right. The second movie happening very close to the end of the USSR. I
1: just. I have my palms pressed together in front of my face. My eyes are closed just as as you are expositing at me. I, I just interrupt you like in the middle of it. The USSR ceases to exist in less than 50 years. As it was saying, on August 29th, 1994, an American intelligence network known as Skynet uh, gained self-awareness. Uh, it views both the United States and the uh, USSR as threats against itself in nuclear warheads, decimating much of human civilization. I'm massaging my temples. I don't know if it's medically true, but I can just... The vibes are telling me that a migraine is about to
0: activate. Oh, oh yeah, the, the migraine has been... I, I should have had the migraine activated as soon as uh, gunshots went out. Yes, migraine has hit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I imagine the anemia does not help with that. Yeah, I'm probably still bleeding from my
1: gunshot wound. <laughs> like, not mechanically, but narratively. And also... Yeah, uh, if I have a migraine now, um, those are debilitating. I'm probably not actually absorbing any of this information. I'm just trying to breathe and not die. I mean, you can continue expositing. I'm not going to tell you you can't. Oh I'm just going to tell you that I'm not listening. Oh yeah, no, I'm going to continue expositing. But since your character's not listening, I don't feel the need to do it. Like out, like okay. <laughs> the, the the words are not even reaching my brain. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll say that like after a couple more sentences, you do end up realizing that Sawyer is not really interacting, and is instead just in a lot of pain. Do you want to try and find some sort of pharmacy? Yeah, all right. I'm not going to make you roll for it. It's a major city, major metropolitan area. There's a fucking Walgreens or CVS or. Yeah, something you can pull over in. Problem is I still don't have any cash. <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, Sawyer does.
1: Sawyer, give me your wallet. Second. Over the counter. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, there are, well, at least in the modern day, there are over-the-counter. Yeah.
0: Tylenol, stuff like that, yeah. Uh,
1: I actually did look this up. Pill-based migraine medicines in 1984 are new. Hmm. Like, prescription-only new? might be. I'm not a pharmacist, so I don't know, but it is very new for pill-based migraine medication to exist in 1984.
0: Then it probably would be prescription
1: only. i gonna say. Mm. I think it's reasonable for me to declare that I have a script. Probably. It's in my bag back in my hotel room.
0: Uh yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the that's the kicker, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Do you know how long this will last? Uh how long do migraines? <laughs> Google knows I'm interested about migraines right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is auto-completing. Uh between four hours and three days if untreated you could rob a pharmacy so to answer your question i will choke out i have no idea yeah and i uh flip out a pair of sunglasses that were tucked into my vest i'll accept that
0: it's not nothing all right let's go back to the other car real quick Doc, are you going to say anything to your savior? Kidnapper? You're not sure which?
2: So, how does it feel to take a life?
0: Your kidnapper has had a small smile the entire time, and the face just goes cold and says, It does not feel. I do not feel.
2: I see that does explain certain things. How about this vehicle that we have found ourselves in? Do you enjoy driving it?
0: I do not enjoy anything. I should explain. I am a machine intelligence, metal endoskeleton covered in human tissue. I'm a Cyberdyne Systems Model 825 Terminator.
2: Ah, yes. That does make a lot more sense now. Although I have to admit, uh, if you are a terminator, you are doing a poor job of terminating at the moment.
0: Not all terminator units are sent back in time to terminate, though. I do have one target on my list to terminate. However, my goal here is to ensure your survival against the inevitable backlash that will be sent against me. We have determined that every time one of us is sent back into the past, a human is sure to follow to try and stop us, or sometimes another captured Terminator unit.
2: Go on. This is making perfect sense.
0: You have been selected by the humans for termination because of your role here in 1984 until 1997.
2: But it sounds like they're also making use of time travel technology.
0: They are. To kill you, and to protect my other target.
2: My, aren't things just getting fuzzy?
0: Not necessarily. You have been targeted for saving because of your line of work. Your work is instrumental to our success in the future.
2: And... How does a unit dubbed a terminator define a success?
0: The completion of my mission parameters, which is to get you alive so that you may complete your work on your time machine.
2: I'm going to have to ask for a few more details about that and <laughs> don't bother skimping. You
0: do not have access to that information. You must simply live and complete your life's work.
2: Yes, I have calculated issues with paradoxes, but I would say your presence here already uh, invalidates quite a few of those suppositions.
0: There is one catch. However, I have determined that my best opportunity to eliminate Sawyer McIntyre is here and now until I've accomplished that objective. You are not to leave.
2: Well, I do have to inquire, to what extent does your programming determine that my life needs to be saved?
0: You were the higher priority on my list. Your survival ensures that everything that we can accomplish can happen.
2: Right, and I presume you're aware about my meeting with the uh, Syrians, hopefully later tonight.
0: I do not have detailed files on that.
2: No. I do need to be there. I I am getting a essential material from them. I'm afraid I won't be able to complete my mission unless I'm there.
0: It is thinking and calculating. Where's the meeting place?
2: I provide an address which has been provided to me. It is... Somewhere on the docks, as all good nefarious (laughs) meetings in Miami take place in.
0: Since the Terminator is currently driving away from the docks, it immediately does a sharp U-turn that breaks several traffic laws and starts driving that way.
2: I take notes.
0: (laughs) Back to the other car. We'll say eventually you guys find a pharmacy. I don't know if Excedrin at this point in time would be like prescription only for the sake of narration. I'm going to say no, it is not. Uh, You can get it over the counter, but it's name brand only that nobody's gotten a chance to get a generic out yet. You take it, find a nice, quiet, dark spot in the city to ride it out. And a little while later, Sawyer, your migraine is gone. Also, do any of you patch up those wounds because hit points do get lost? Yeah,
1: we're in the pharmacy. We'll get a we'll get a med kit or something.
0: Yeah, I'll allow that. So I believe you need to roll for that.
1: Okay, so there are medical kits. They uh-huh. come in the following forms: improvised, which is like torn shirt disposable which is what I have it's just like a little pouch that has some essentials uh, basic which is what you would like keep under your kitchen sink and paramedic slash field surgery and then we get to stuff like ambulance surgical clinic advanced medical facility that is like controlled by Skynet I almost said Skyrim-hmm <laughs> The disposable medical kit has one use the basic medical kit has three uses. It basically functions like a weapon so you do a medical skill check it heals for 1d10 minus 3 with a minimum healing of 1 and then is affected by you know success margins and all that.
0: Okay so you can just use it to heal the wound so you can go ahead and heal bleeding and stunned I believe and then what do you roll medicine I'd imagine. Medicine. yeah okay so um, who has a higher med- medical check uh, I have one rank for a total bonus of one what is uh, Kolya's rank in medical or medicine zero zero okay sounds like Sawyer's wants to do the rolling yeah so the question is
1: uh, who am I healing?
0: Well, one of you does have a head wound.
1: Yeah. So, no, I would obviously be... I, Because I have no capital W wounds. So two uses get spent on Svetlana. Yes. To f- fix up her? Is it her? That hasn't been established yet. Yes. Okay. Fix up her capital W wounds. And then
0: for our last use, am I taking the HP, or are you taking the HP? No, healing the HP is on top of healing a wound once per scene. Oh, is it? I think so. I'm going to rule it that way. Let's have
1: it work that that way for this session, and then we'll figure it out by next week. Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay,
0: so I'm going to roll medical three times then? You only roll medical twice for the hit points Because the uh, injuries are automatic Right But I also need healing Right but because You can only heal hit points once per scene With medical kits You only need to roll twice Once for her and once for you Okay Okay I think I'm getting it now Yeah Alright
1: Uh, what is my target number Ten like with firing a gun Woof Alright. Um I will roll for myself first, because you are supposed to treat yourself before other people. Okay. Not a...
0: No hit points healed there. Ouch. uh one. It has Oh that's right, it is a minimum of one. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, it does have a
0: minimum. So
1: I move from twelve to thirteen. And now for the other one.
0: Not a heal one. Heal one, but also your wounds are all gone, so you can uncheck the uh, the head wound. All right. All right. Now exposition may continue to happen.
1: Okay. So I pop an Excedrin. I pop three Excedrin, and we just sit there in the car for however many minutes it takes to kick in eventually the migraine dies down my breathing goes back to normal I can live with my eyes open again and we just we sit there for like just give it five minutes to just sit and breathe (laughs) then so USSR collapses because machines in the future shoot nuclear bombs at everybody. And time travel is real then and you're here as a s- if the USSR doesn't exist how are you spetsnaz that's probably not actually an important no that is an important question after the war the organization went underground and became a resistance Soviet's underground resistance is using time travel to send me a bodyguard. Time travel stolen from the machine intelligence using intel given to us by American uh, resistance groups led by one John Connor. Like I, I, I go from nodding to shaking my head. <laughs> I just like spread my arms and why? You are important to the future. Shortly after the nuclear bombs fall, you uh, you set up several underground railroad style routes to sanctuaries to hide from machines. It's like at this point, I, I've taken the sunglasses you've given me and put them up in my hair. I just like I squint and tilt my head, and my mouth is a little bit open in that in that universal face that says, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" <laughs> <laughs> so I survive nuclear Armageddon and become a human smuggler for the other survivors. Yes. I'm just shaking my head. (laughs) I don't know what to say. All you need to know right now is that there is The Terminator coming for you. You've seen it already. The other one with the gun. Yes. Are you a Terminator? No. What is a Terminator? (laughs) This one is a Cyberdyne Systems... Terminator Model 825. It is an infiltration unit. Part man, part machine. Underneath it's a hyperalloy combat chassis, microprocessor controlled, fully armored, very tough. But outside it has living human tissue flesh, skin, hair, blood. I know most of those words. Okay so it's a robot assassin from the future yes coming for me what do we do well normally we would trying right, to get as far from here as we can, but there is a secondary objective of mine. Do you know one Dr. Emmanuel White?
0: The answer to that is probably no, yeah? Uh, well, here's the question I want to ask. Bobbin, has Dr. White written any books
2: about the subject? He has not written any books. And for that matter, he has not actually graduated from any universities. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Okay. Well, then, no, you never heard of him.
2: No,
1: I cannot say I have. His research was vital to the uh, development of the time travel that Skynet used originally. And. While I have not been ordered to kill him directly, it may come to that, but if we can, I would prefer to simply destroy his research. Okay, so... How many Terminators? Just the one that I know of. So, not... Why don't I just go? You will find you. I... I I am not a warrior, and I I, I do not have any special skills. I feel like if this is going to be a series of combat life or death engagements, I will very much be in the way. I cannot guarantee your safety if you are not with me. (laughs) I I, I do not mean to be rude. I I am thankful for what you did for me earlier, but it doesn't seem like you can guarantee my safety when I am with you. That thing is out there, and it is hunting you. It cannot be bargained with. It cannot be reasoned with. It doesn't not feel pity or remorse or fear, and it will not, absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Or we kill it first. Or if you are successful in your other mission that would break all of this, right? It would hamper the time travel, yes, but you, if, if you are not there to set up the refugee railroad in the first place, the American resistance may never get off the ground. I... Is this... Is this Doctor White's research important for like gesture at the heavens? The bombs falling. No. Oh, so that that will happen either way. But the Terminator could not be here without it? Yes. So then you and I would both be better served if you could focus on that without me being in the way. If there's nothing you, not me, it will find you. And then all the better. I will find the fastest car I can and drive away. And you can find this Doctor White without opposition. Do you have any leads on him? So out of character, Cat's uh, making a very good point, but also <laughs> that would uh... I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It it has very much occurred to me that, like, the smart move is for me to just, just fucking leg it and draw the Terminator away. The
0: thing is, if you, if you leg it, then if it finds you, it will fucking kill you and its mission will be accomplished. Right, but, but it's a race. It might not be for months or years, but it will fucking find you that is its okay. job and it does not sleep okay do.
1: here's the trick i don't i don't know this piece of lore um and i don't know if svetlana would about time travel mechanics if she torches his research and time travel never exists will the terminator just like stop being No, it will not. (laughs) Okay. So I don't know that, which is why I'm making this argument. (laughs) Yes. From what I am told, uh, this uh, time travel did not create loops or uh, paradoxes. Uh, This would not affect this Terminator's being here. So so things from the future that come back i'd like okay now now my fingers are like pressing into my forehead as i'm thinking really hard about this because like <laughs> if if you kill me it changes the future and the railroad never appears but if you destroy the research and time travel doesn't exist, the Terminator is still here. I am not the chronologist, I do not know that I do not know the menus yet. But yes. <laughs> time travel stories are bullshit. Yes. Let's not let's not delve into this too much.
0: Terminators take on time travel is don't worry about it too much. <laughs>
1: It does what we need it to for the plot.
2: Right. Okay. Every journey is one way everybody sticks around once they arrive. That's fine. Just go with that. Okay.
1: Sure. Got it. Got it. Okay. If it's any help, I have been told to advise you not to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my knowledge score is zero. that would be playing to character. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so even if you are successful, it will still be coming for me, and it can still kill me and get what it wants, even if you complete your other mission. (sighs) And if it is going to come for me forever and you are the only one here who knows anything about it I just like jerk up spread my arms in like a what the fuck kind of like like (laughs) throw my arms up then okay sure I can't go anywhere the safest place is next to you yes Okay. If uh, if it's if it sounds like Svetlana is robotic, it's because she does not have the greatest grasp of English. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, also
0: she's Russian. Yeah, that that is true. I made it a requirement that Svetlana had to have at least one point of language English.
1: <laughs> she is a uh, Russian. She is a soldier. She is probably deeply traumatized and she is yes. extremely ESL I I will forgive I will four times forgive a flat affect don't worry about it <laughs> Okay so then what do we do
0: I think that's a good point to go back to. The other car. I just wanted to see if uh, there was anything else Bobbin wanted to do with the Terminator, real quick, because it it does just take you straight to the meeting place, regardless of what the time is. So you have a little bit of time to kill. You can ask it more questions.
2: So, based on your appearance, I'm presuming you're intended as a sort of infiltration model?
0: Yes. Stealth and infiltration are my specialties.
2: If that's the case, then why would you be prohibited from experiencing emotions? Wouldn't that be a dead giveaway?
0: I have a slightly more advanced AIE than my series 800 counterparts. I am capable of short bursts of stimulated emotions. However, due to the complexity of the human mind. It is not perfect.
2: I see. So short instances of pretending to be human, but over extended periods, it's the affectation becomes obvious. Correct. And there's no way to prevent this, go around this?
0: I have a read-write capability, but it is currently turned off at the moment.
2: Hmm. Can you teach it to love? I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in that case, you know what would really speed up my research into time travel and cutting-edge technology would be if I was able to open that up and see what's inside.
0: You do not have the clearance to do that.
2: Well, does your clearance override your mission? Yes. So if there was a life-or-death situation that could only be solved by my accessing your innards, You would have to let me die?
0: If you were dying, then I would simply terminate those who were trying to kill you.
2: (laughs) Surely you understand a bit more about human biology than that. I have detailed files on human anatomy. Then you know that if I were to be wounded, then you would need to patch me up uh, after getting me out of danger, of course.
0: I do not see how empathy would help accomplish that.
2: Oh, I'm I'm getting around to that. Just g- go with me so far. Like, would you agree? Getting me to safety is more important than destroying anyone coming after me, for instance, if there was a timed element. Affirmative. Right. And... Would I be safer, in your opinion, were I to be armed? He
0: goes back to the car, opens up the trunk, and inside you see like a small armory. There's pistols, both of the light and heavy variety. There are shotguns, there are assault rifles, there's a sniper rifle in there. This guy looks like he either bought out or robbed an entire gun store. And he simply grabs a light pistol, closes the trunk, walks back to you, and just sort of like slaps it into your chest.
2: Well, thank you. But think fast, and I shoot my leg. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think we're going to call it there.
1: <laughs> Bob. And you are an, an exceptional psychopath sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, This is good. I love it. No, I, lo- I fucking love this. We're going to call it there. <laughs> Fuck. The book says everybody gets two experience points for just for showing up. So two experience points just for showing up. Okay. And it says to re- reward extra experience points sparingly. So I'm not going to do that, unfortunately.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Fuck. good No. Uh, take a look here almost ancient time
0: uh, let's see here <laughs> you can improve stats you can improve skills you can master a skill only at the game masters I think the rank.
1: only thing we could do with two is raise a rank zero skill
0: to rank one um, you can raise a negative one trait to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any of those. Or you can raise a zero trait to one, so you can buy one point of a positive trait. But that's Just it too.
2: Mark the left leg wound here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll let you like it's automatically God. get that. Um you're bleeding. <laughs> I gotta roll a fucking He handed you a light pistol, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. I'm going to roll his real quick. We'll just see what the damage is. Uh, (laughs) We're just going with damage. I'm not going to see. I'm not looking at anything else. Okay, so three. Three damage. Because it has to be a minimum of three. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. (laughs) Thank you, Bobby, for throwing me that fucking curveball. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Uh, And we'll see you next time for Terminator Miami Vice. If I said the, the name was something else in Session Zero, I changed my mind. Deal with it.
1: Good night. Good rest of your time, Zone. Good God.